In today's episode, we're going to take a step back and consider a different way to look at failure. Missteps, false starts, unrealized expectations, and investments of time, money, and effort that did not pan out can leave us all feeling unqualified, incomplete, deficient, and ultimately defeated. In this episode, I want to explore explore how our misinterpretation of failure has caused us so much pain and personal identity challenges and show you five specific actions you can take to turn failure from an end-of-the-road reality into a source of wisdom and insight that actually helps you light a fire in your dream pursuit, helps you discover a new pathway to success, and helps you find gold in the grit so that you can transform your missteps into launch pads of innovation. That's all coming up next, right here on Stop Doubting Your Dream. Stay tuned. If you have a deep-rooted dream you long to pursue but feel held back by self-doubt, the possibility of failure, and the relentless demands of everyday life, you're in the right place. I'm your host, Jeff Meyer, and I know that taking the leap of faith to make your dream a reality and overcome the seeds of doubt planted by those who say it's too risky can feel overwhelming and discouraging sometimes and cause you to question whether or not your dream is worth pursuing at all. But the truth is, it doesn't have to be an either-or choice. It's possible to pursue your dream without risking your stability or security in the process. And each week on the show, I'm going to show you and give you practical action steps you need to turn your dream into a viable source of income so you can live without regret, reshape your future, and create the meaningful change you want to see in the world, all without leaving your day job. So if you're someone who's ready to stop doubting your dream and start living it, Let's dive in. Welcome back. This is episode 64, and I'm pretty pumped today to shine the light on failure. It is so disheartening when you launch some new initiative, take steps on the dream journey, make a risky venture only to run into roadblocks and fail. All the things that you feared as you took that courageous first step happen. Failure leads to an I told you so narrative that can be such a destructive force. And it can further solidify all of that negative self-talk that we've been working so hard to overcome. I'm assuming that if you have ever ventured out into the uncertain terrain of your dream pursuit, you have experienced something not working the way you had hoped for, right? And depending on how big the investment was that you made, facing your failure can be devastating. And it's almost impossible to move forward because you're regretting the investment you've made. You you got started writing that book with great energy and you're writing every single day and then you lost momentum. Life got in the way and the writing project was neglected. Momentum lost. Failure. Or you began to pursue a healthier lifestyle. And then an injury jumped up and kept you from maintaining what you had promised yourself you would do. 
failure. You hired a coach that promised the world, or you joined a program that promised these amazing results, the 10 times your income. Believe me, I've been there. And delivered nothing except debt that you now have to pay. Failure. You started that podcast with the hope of thousands of engaged listeners, and after months and months of work and energy, you have tens of followers. Failure. You finally put yourself out there and shared that album of original songs only to have no one take an interest. Failure. We've all failed. The only thing worse than someone else seeing that happen and telling you, I told you so, is the voice in your own head agreeing with them. You want to give up. You're done. The end of the road for your dream. I looked at a thesaurus for the, under, for the word failure, and it conjured up some of these gems. Bankruptcy, collapse, defeat, loss, botch, fiasco, flop, frustration, implosion, stalemate, wreck, washout, faux pas, total loss. Been there. Gut-wrenching moments when something didn't work out the way I had hoped for. And I was thinking about this in preparing for this podcast today, and I could go all the way back to my childhood, like learning to ride a bike and trying to learn how to ride the bike downhill and slamming right into a garage while I was sitting on the back fender of the bike because I couldn't reach the pedals. (laughs) Failure. It's a miracle I ever got up. It's a miracle that I could ever be interested in riding a bike again. And then I thought of others in my childhood, like trying to make the team, hoping to get the lead in the musical paying for lessons and practicing to earn first chair in the trumpet section, asking her out, failed engagement, loss of a baby, not being able to resolve the conflict with someone you deeply cared about, losing members of your church, not reaching your goals, spending thousands of dollars on so-called experts telling me they will help me grow my business, hiring someone on your team that seemed so promising and it didn't work out. Now we were further behind than when we hired the person. Initially, adding coaching to my program and no one taking advantage of it. These are all real examples of failures in my life that lead me to question, is it worth it? Should I try again? What's the point? I guess success is not meant for me. And it left me feeling, each one of these examples left me feeling unqualified, incomplete, deficient, and ultimately defeated. Well, I want to hopefully give you a new way to look at failure today, give you a renewed view of failure so you can actually gain access to a new source of fuel for the journey. You've often heard me say this, fear is one of the few renewable human resources at our disposal. And I would suggest there's another one. It starts with an F, failure. Failure can be a golden source of wisdom and insight that can fuel innovation that keeps you motivated and keeps you going. But before we shine the light and give you some action items that can help you turn failure into that golden source of wisdom, 
I want to explore the dark side of failure and look at some of these things that we have embraced in our thinking that are actually myths. Here are a few myths about failure, untruths about failure. Number one, ready? Failing means you are a failure. When you fail, it means you're inadequate. That's a myth. We need to separate self-worth from the results of any endeavor we seek to take. If you want to know how to do this, if you want to dive a little bit deeper into this, go back to last week's episode, episode 63. We talk about this very thing. Failure does not mean that you are a failure. Failing at any particular endeavor does not mean that you are inadequate or that you are not valuable as a human being. Second myth about failure. Failing means that your dream was not meant to be. That just wasn't meant to be. It's a myth. It's a lie. It might mean, the failing might mean you need to adjust. You might need to adapt, try a different approach, try a different audience, maybe a different time, renewed message, a different way of speaking the message or delivering the content, different communication, different marketing that might be needed, but it doesn't mean that automatically that your dream was not meant to be. Another myth about failing is that failing happens because you are not meant to dream at all. That dreaming was just meant for some people, the the special people, the successful people. I wasn't meant to dream. I'm running to so many people that believe they don't have a dream because they weren't meant to dream. I believe every human being is co-creator with God. God designed you to dream. Small or big, insignificant in your mind or large, you were meant to dream. God created you with that purpose and that identity. So failing doesn't happen because you weren't meant to dream. There can be so many factors to a dream pursuit failing. There there are so many external factors, internal too, sure, but external factors of timing, many variables that lead to a venture's failing. It doesn't mean that you weren't meant to dream. It might mean that that particular dream wasn't meant to happen now or that, like we talked about in the second myth, that maybe there's some adjustment that needs to happen. But failing doesn't happen to prove to you that you weren't meant to dream. The next myth is that failure should be avoided at all costs. Man, this one, this myth keeps people from taking any steps forward towards a dream, towards Um, any self-improvement. Like, I'm not even going to try because if I fail, then I'm a failure. And so I should avoid risks at all costs. And if that were the case, we wouldn't discover anything new. We wouldn't be able to realize any change in our lives. Failure should not only not be avoided, it should be leaned into. And that's what we're going to talk about in a little bit and why that is. And then finally, um, a myth that I run into about failure all the time in my coaching, successful people don't fail. We have this idea when we look at successful entrepreneurs or effective um, people uh, pursuing their dream that somehow they'd never failed and nothing could be further from the truth. Any entrepreneur, any person that has ventured out to try something new has failed in their ventures at one point or another. So 
what can we do to turn failure into fuel that helps us innovate and move forward? Here are five five action items that I'd encourage you to write down. Consider them a little more deeply. And man, if you want to reach out to me and talk more deeply about these and talk about some exercises that can help you with these, I am ready to chat with you. I find it extremely joyful to be able to talk to people about this topic. So here's five things. Number one, you can reflect and analyze the failure. Reflect and analyze. It is so important in our pursuit, you guys, of anything new to have some regular time of reflection, to look back and have some honest self-reflection and dissecting each phase of the venture from ideation to execution. From the beginning, when that first nugget of an idea popped into your head to executing the ultimate step. Every phase in the venture needs to be dissected and to have some honest self-reflection. This process can unveil valuable insights helping you avoid similar pitfalls in the future. And sometimes we're too close to our own pathway. We don't even remember what we did. And sometimes it can be helpful to engage a coach here, right? To help us rearticulate the pathway we followed, to evaluate how each part of the pathway went so we can avoid similar pitfalls in the future. So reflect and analyze is the first thing we can do when we encounter any kind of failure in our dream pursuit. Number two, fail fast, learn faster. Fail fast, learn faster. This seems so counterintuitive, but I think about watching my grandkids learn how to ride a bike or learn how to jump the hurdles or jump into a long jump pit, something they're trying to learn that's new. Um, ride a scooter, shoot a basketball. And when they fail, the best thing we can do is help them pick themselves up, dust themselves off and try again, right? Fail fast, learn faster. Quickly identify and acknowledge the failures or the shortcomings in your project, your idea or your product. And then promptly discontinue or adjust initiatives that are not achieving the desired results in order to redirect the resources and efforts towards more promising opportunities or solutions. Make adjustments. The goal of failing fast is to accelerate learning, to minimize wasted resources, and increase the likelihood of finding that successful pathway forward. Let me give you a couple examples, real-world examples, and then a book you can check out, okay? Example number one, Dropbox. You're all familiar with Dropbox. Do you remember Dropbox's experiment called Video Masks? Dropbox is a cloud storage company. They once experimented with a feature called Video Masks that allowed users to superimpose videos on their profile pictures. However, they quickly realized that the feature was not gaining traction. It was an overshoot at a huge level, and they decided to shut it down within a few months of its launch. You probably don't even remember it. This willingness to swiftly discontinue a feature that wasn't resonating with users allowed Dropbox to focus on their core offerings, what the market wanted, what their 
customers wanted, and it allowed them to maintain their user-centered approach. Okay, so that's an example of failing fast. They tried something new, didn't work, and they learned faster, shut it down, and redoubled their efforts on what was working. How about Amazon's Fire Phone? Do you remember that? It was their attempt to enter the smartphone market. The Fire Phone faced challenges from the very beginning, including too high pricing and limited app availability. And the market response was so underwhelming that it led Amazon to quickly decide to discontinue the product within a year of its launch. Now, work with me here. Amazon spent a lot of money and a lot of resources to launch this. So it does take courage within a year of something launching to shut it down if it's not working. And Amazon's ability to acknowledge the failure and to pivot away from the project allowed the company to focus on other successful ventures. Now, if you want to read more about this idea, um, there is an author called Eric Reese who wrote Lean, The Lean Startup, and he describes his lean startup methodology, which emphasized building a minimal viable product, an MVP, to quickly test assumptions and to gather user feedback. And we use this approach in our coaching program, the Dream Accelerator. And it is, it is interesting how many times an entrepreneur wants to figure out all the things before they launch the product. They want to perfect it before they launch it. And what Eric Reese says in his book, The Lean Startup, is don't do that. Test it. Fail fast and rapidly iterate on the product based on real-world data, you're going to have a much better chance at moving forward with your dream. So reflect and analyze. Fail fast. Learn faster. Number three, extract tangible lessons from your failures. Pull out the concrete lessons from those moments when you know you failed. Identify patterns, um, bottlenecks, the key decision points that contributed to the downfall of the venture. Document these lessons to create a comprehensive failure playbook. We have playbooks that work. I think it's also important for us to create failure playbooks so that we can help ourselves avoid future problems with future endeavors. Let me give you an example of this. Ariana Huffington, the co-founder of the Huffington Post, faced numerous obstacles on her journey to being where she's at today. After her second book was rejected by 36 publishers, she persevered and she continued writing. Wow, the resiliency to overcome the rejection of 36 different publishers. I'm not sure I could have done that. She later faced challenges with failed political campaigns and failed business ventures. However, her determination and her resiliency finally led her to the creation of the Huffington Post, which has become one of the most widely read news and opinion websites. It's important here to remember under this point of failing fast and learn, I'm sorry, extracting tangible lessons. It's important for us to remember that to approach any venture from its outset as a grand experiment is so critical. How many times have we started something and it has been failing for years, but we just keep doing it because we thought once we started something, we got to keep doing it. 
If we approach a venture from the beginning as a grand experiment, it can allow us to hold on loosely to the results and to remain curious and watchful of how things are going, right? Also here, it's important to remember that your why and your your who, your motivation for the dream, and the people you're trying to help with your dream will always trump the what and the how. In fact, your what and how are going to be adaptable and changing all the time. That's why we need to extract tangible lessons so that we can change the what and the how in order to keep the dream for the why and the who alive. Number four, leverage the power of networking. It is so important on our pursuit to have community and coaching around us that can help us turn failures into opportunities. I can't tell you how many times the community of entrepreneurs in the Dream Accelerator program has kept me hopeful. I have watched time and again my coaching clients in this community be encouraged by another fellow dreamer that when they're ready to give up, that it just encouraged them to see something a little bit differently and encourage them to keep trying. Community and coaching can help us not fall victim to the defeating mindset that will kill your forward movement if you're doing it in isolation all alone. There are people all around you who will see the potential in your resilience. Entrepreneurs, mentors, coaches, investors, collaborators who are willing to help you tap into the power of networking and to leverage that for your own benefit. Remember, too, that you can always seek guidance from those who have weathered similar storms. Those conversations can lead to innovative solutions and strategic adjustments. They lead to moments of, oh, I never thought about that approach. I never thought about trying that. And it gives you a spark and keeps you motivated. So leverage the power of networking. Don't go at it alone. And finally, make purposeful adjustments. See every failure in this curious mindset, not as an endpoint, but as a hinge point. An opportunity to adjust, to make an adjustment, to pivot and try something different. Let me give you a couple examples of companies that are really well known. Let's start with Netflix. Do you know that Netflix started as a DVD rental company? And now they are a streaming giant. Netflix started in 1997 as a DVD rental by mail service. Remember that? And they disrupted traditional video rental stores. Blockbuster, as an example. And in the mid-2000s, they recognized the potential of online streaming technology and they adjusted their business model. This transition from physical DVDs in the mail to streaming content marked a monumental shift, and they weren't afraid to make it. They made a purposeful adjustment. Today, Netflix is a dominant player in the entertainment industry, producing original content and changing how people consume movies and TV shows worldwide. They made a purposeful adjustment, and they've continued to make them along the way. Or how about Nintendo? Nintendo originally was founded in 1889, starting as a playing card company in Japan. 
However, in the 1960s, they ventured into various businesses, including toys and games. And eventually, they transitioned into the video game industry, creating arcade games like Donkey Kong, one of my favorites. This adjustment, this purposeful adjustment, proved to be a game changer, leading to the creation of the iconic consoles like NES and Nintendo Entertainment System and beloved characters like Mario and Zelda, solidifying Nintendo's position as a global gaming powerhouse. Entrepreneurs who survive failures retain the core lessons from the failed venture while channeling newfound insights into a revamped, more aligned business model. And So let's think about this for a minute. How can you employ reflection and analyzation of each phase of your venture when you have experienced failure? How can you stay ahead of that and have regular times of reflection and analyzation of how things are going? How about employing the weekly review each and every week or quarterly review as you pursue your dream? What can you put out there today that's not perfected so that you can test it? You can fail fast and learn faster. What can you put out there right now that's an MVP, a minimally viable product that you can test in the market? Can you test it with friends and family? And what tangible lessons can you extract from a recent failure? Do you see any patterns, bottlenecks, key decision points that maybe contributed to the venture failing? Where's your community? Who's your coach? Leveraging the power of networking to keep you resilient and strong and hopeful, even as you experience failure. And finally, can you make some purposeful adjustments? Could you seek out some wisdom from others to help you uh, look at this failure as a hinge point where you can adapt and even become more uh, effective in your pursuit? These are the questions I want you to think about this week. As you consider these five action items, as you consider the pushing aside the myths of failure and considering the truth about failure and utilizing it as fuel for your journey. Thank you so much for joining me today for another episode of Stop Doubting Your Dream. If you want to connect and discuss this or any other topic with me, as always, make sure you head to the show notes, connect with me, and I would like you to consider doing this as a like a homework assignment this week, take a recent failure and extract a couple lessons from it. And would you be willing to share them with me? Share them in one of my channels, share them in the comments section of this podcast. It would be awesome to dialogue with you about what you've discovered. If you like the show today, if it was helpful to you, um, I would encourage you follow me on the platforms. I'm on all the social media platforms you can get my uh, handles in the in the show notes as well. Follow me there. It helps other people discover me. And it also helps you be able to engage with me in conversation moving forward. Next week on the show, we're going to discover that the journey in pursuing your dream can be long obedience in the same direction. And because of that, personal motivation along the way is critical to keep us going. So I'm going to share with you next week, how you can avoid the day after day grind in the middle of the pursuit that tends to sap your strength 
so that you can continually ignite your inner fire for lasting and enduring motivation on the journey. Join me back here next week. And until then, the journey towards your dream begins today. Take action with a single step.